Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP Yoga. It's Nacho Mama's Yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 hello, my friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of DDP Radio Live right here at ddpradio.com. Um, we are back. Uh, I, I was off last week. We were off last week. Uh, an unscheduled uh, day off. We had a little guest situation where we couldn't uh, reschedule, and, and my mom was in town visiting, so we decided to, to call it off this, that weekend. But you know what? I showed up here to the Megaplex. My keys still worked. So I jingled my keys. I opened the front door. See, I'm moving on up. I got the VIP elevator, the one with the carpeting and the nice furry walls and the gold trim. So I go in there, and the maitre d' and the VIP elevator hands me a glass of champagne for my ride, and I take a casual stroll all the way up to the top of the DDP Radio Megaplex, a little Michael Bolton playing, a little Sade. We got a little James Brown. We got some cool tunes playing. I come out, and suddenly I'm in a purple suit. And I climb up that door, and I get the VIP escalator all the way to the roof because that's where I am right now in life, VIP. And then I go up to the tower, and that's a tower. There's no getting around that. I climb rung by rung by rung by rung. I throw off my purple prince jacket. I get to the top of the cage. I get the top of the tower on the top of the tallest building in all of North Carolina. And I take a sip of that champagne, and I dart that missile of – Sound all the way out to the Great White North on top of the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of Mount Ontario, where Crystal Stewart is rocking in her purple suede jacket, too. Cool shades <laughs> on, ready to rock and roll and blast this signal all over the world. Crystal, welcome back. My co-host, DDBRadioLive.com. Thank you so much, um, Purple. Yeah, you know what? I All I think about is Snoop Dogg. That's all I think of. <laughs> purple? You hear you hear purple and you think Snoop Dogg, not Prince. Well, I think of Come Prince, on. too. I think of Prince, but really, yeah, I've got Snoop yeah, Dogg well, on the brain right now. Well, if I walked out in a in a purple suit coat, you'd think Grimace, so, <laughs> from the McDonald's. <laughs> you know that Barney the Dinosaur commercial? Yeah, in California reason. <laughs> uh, well, once again, we made things more ridiculous than last week, and that's my goal going forward. How ridiculous can we get to start things off? Right? It takes off the pressure. 
Exactly. Right. Right. I, I, I say bomb from the start and that just obliterates any expectations. <laughs> it can only go up from here. All right. But oh. it will go up from here because I know while we were off last week, you were putting together some amazing shows. You're already booking into August 2030. I think we're at right now. Uh, so you've Not got quite, your, but... uh, <laughs> you're rocking and rolling, but I know uh, we didn't get a chance to cue the, this before we got on the air because uh, like I said, I was flying yeah. in last minute. I uh, had to reboot my modem, and you know, suddenly I, I realized that it takes more than 13 seconds. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we haven't brought her on yet, but I'm going to go grab her from the chat from the uh, queue. And while we're doing that, I'd love you to uh, introduce uh, our guest for this week. I know you've been working hard, pulling together all kinds of amazing, inspiring stories, and I know we got a special one tonight. So, Crystal, uh, why don't you intro yeah. who we have here tonight, and I will pull her off the queue. Sure. So tonight, our Warrior of the Week is Sarah Smith, and it is my pleasure um, to announce her and that she's coming on the show. I'm so excited. She's just so cool. She's one of those cool kids, you know, that you've always aspired to be like, and she's one of them. When I think of Sarah and when I was doing my homework on her, um, two words came to mind, and it was grit and grace, and... I I just, I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear all about her story, and I can't wait for everyone to hear it, too. Just to know how amazing she is, because I I think she's amazing. Everything I've read, everything I've seen, and I've had the pleasure to talk to her already a couple of times. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm really excited for tonight. So please welcome my friend, Sarah Smith. Hey, hey, everybody. Hi, Sarah. Hey, how are you? Hey, uh, blushing a whole lot from that intro. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Well, well, we appreciate you coming on and, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, coming on and telling your story here. Sorry we couldn't get to you earlier during the queue. We usually like to bring the guests on before the show starts, but by the time I realized we're counting down to showtime, I was flying in here, so I apologize for not getting with you beforehand, but we appreciate you coming on here and joining us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. So, you know, with, we do what we do on the show is kind of like a, a free form. We're just telling stories. We're talking to people, getting to know each other on the air. And our only standard question that we have here on the show is how we start things off. Every DDP, why warrior has an origin story. What's your origin story? And what brought you into this world and decided to take the, the jump into going into DDPY? And, uh, you know, where were you and how did you get there? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, 2017, 2018, uh, I was in a hit gym. So, trying to keep up with all the cool kids in there. Uh, things were going pretty well. I, I'd lost some weight, uh, but I was I was really struggling to kind of fit in. Um, had some some tough times physically, tough times mentally, um, and conveniently for me, my job gave me a project where I had to travel, so I couldn't go to the gym anymore. Um, so that was my excuse, was, was I didn't have time anymore. And, um, and so right about that time was when I got engaged. And so, so when I was engaged, I did the, the wedding dress try-on stuff and, and had all the fun with that. And my mom 
basically bragging on me and decided that she should let the gal know that I I needed a dress a size smaller than what I was trying on at that point because I was working out and I was losing weight. And so uh, I I didn't disagree with her. I was trying to be supportive of myself. And and, uh, and so I actually got a smaller dress at that point. And um, so fast forward a little bit into 2019, and I knew I had gained some weight. I definitely had not been watching what I was eating or going to the gym or anything um, and had been eating some amazing food in Texas. So that was certainly catching up to me. Um, so I, I tried picking up DDPY as uh, something to do while I was traveling. I thought, you know, that would be something I could do in the hotel room. I could pick that up, you know, be active in the afternoon, just kind of be more more aware of what I was eating. And, um, and so I, I got the app, got the subscription, and I watched the Diamond Dozen. I didn't actually do it, just opened it up and watched it. Um, and then I laughed after I finished watching it because I had been throwing medicine balls up against a wall for however many months that I'd been doing that. And there was no way that me just moving my arms around was going to make me lose any weight. Um, so I never opened the app again after that. And then uh, just figured, all right, I'll just buy some new clothes instead of working out. That'll be the easy way out. So it actually ended up that they had to alter my wedding dress so much that they, they weren't sure they could do it. So I, I was actually prepared to buy a new wedding dress because I had gained so much weight. Um, so, so all of that to a quick fast forward after uh, I was married. My husband and I were, were trying to start a family, and we were going through some treatment options and things with a fertility clinic. And it gotten to a point with them that they said our, our next step was going to be some, some medicine kind of interventions. And so because of my BMI, they said it wasn't going to be successful and they, they wouldn't let us proceed with anything. Um, so at, at that point, I basically gave up and, and just, you know, we, we decided we weren't trying anymore, that, you know, we were just weren't going to do anything um, and just kind of left it at that. So... Um, 2021, at the beginning of the year, uh, I had, I, I've never really seen myself as big physically, um, but I, I happened to see a picture of myself, and it kind of hit me. Um, and it was one of the first times I, I saw myself and, and realized I had gained a significant amount of weight. Um, and so I, I was walking past the mirror another day, and had noticed um, basically that my belly button was gone, uh, so so I could see where it should be, but I just had like a little little blip of fat over it, um, and and then I was just kind of like, eh, oh well, I guess this is just the way it's going to be. And then for whatever reason, divine intervention or whatever it may be, um, I had an epiphany of sorts at that point that. That was not how it needed to be. It didn't have to be this way. It didn't have to do this. And then that extended out to us trying for a baby. It didn't have to be that we just gave up because I didn't think I could lose the weight. Um, so I remembered the app. You know, we were in the pandemic at that point and figured, well, I can't go to the gym, but maybe I can try this yoga crap again. And so I opened it back up, <laughs> went back through, and actually participated in uh, the 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 opening training with the uh, Diamond Dozen. And 45 minutes later, I was in a puddle of sweat. 
Um, and, and then notice that there was a positively unstoppable challenge. And, and I am an incredibly competitive person and figured, you know, I'd be nosy and get in there and see what, what everybody was doing. And so I, I joined in in February of 2021 and started out officially in the challenge at 275 pounds. Um, and so, you know, went through the challenge last year. I'm in the challenge again this year. And um, as of last week, I was 184 pounds. So Yay. almost 100 pounds. Wow. Down. Yeah. Wow. So very, very close. Um, and I got about 10 pounds to my goal. So. Um, and I, I was at uh, 22, 24, somewhere in there when I started, and I'm usually about a 10 now, which is insane to me. I never thought I would be that that uh, size ever. So, um, wow. So, yeah, so that's, that's my, my long story there. Thank you so much. Oh, that, oh, that that's amazing. And, and you know, the, the, the way you're talking about it, you know, you had a health goal – that you were you were shooting for, and, and you know you had a lot of things going on that you. It, it's not like you were just doing it to fit fit into a smaller size or or whatever. You guys had real yeah. like life like, you know, hardships, health wise coming up, and and you know sometimes, as difficult as they are, when your back's against the wall like that, like sometimes that's that's the ultimate motivator. And I, it seems like you guys had you yeah. know quite a few uh, challenges ahead of you. Um, Congratulations, that's amazing, and uh, you must feel like a Thanks. different person. Like, how are how is your life now different than it was a hundred pounds ago? You know, the way you move is different. The way you sleep is, you know, obviously there's so many things that are just different. Yeah, yeah. I I sleep like a baby. It's it's uh-huh. insane. I never never thought it would be something where I'd be one of those those five minute people. So I I sleep well. <laughs> wake up refreshed, not in pain or anything like that's the crazy thing for me um, to just be able to move. I have energy like crazy now. I, I want to, I don't sit still very often anymore, which is a very strange thing for me. I'm a proud Xbox gamer um, and would happily sit on the couch all day and play video games. Um, so it's a very strange concept to me to play a game for an hour or two and then, you know, be ready to get up and move and do something. Um, and, and so it's, it's, it's weird and it's definitely still weird, um, size wise. I am just now getting to the point where, where I'm confident to grab a small t-shirt and not second guess myself. Um, and that's, that's been very weird because I, I don't remember ever being in a 10. I don't ever remember being in a small as a kid. Um, I, I do remember in fifth grade, that I bragged to somebody because I thought it was cool. They couldn't figure out I was 108 pounds. Uh, and so for for me, I weigh as much as I did when I was in middle school. So that's a pretty crazy concept for me. It must be weird to wrap your head around. Very much so, yes. <laughs> it's it's yeah. very strange. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It, I don't know what, what kind of – bad habits or habits are you grateful that you no longer contend with? You know, it really, for me, it boiled down to, I didn't realize how much I was eating. So I just mm. ate until I was stuffed and, and not to where it was like, Oh, it's kind of full. You know, I should probably stop now. I would eat and eat and eat until I just was absolutely stuffed anymore. And my, my cue used to be if I couldn't 
finished swallowing, basically. So, like, when I would slow down chewing, I knew it was time for me to, to stop. Um, and I, I remember watching some random video on YouTube and seeing something. I am, I went, I'm a Taco Bell fanatic. Um, and so I saw the, the cheesy gordita crunch is something like 700 calories or something like that. And I would eat two of those plus three tacos plus a large drink. And I was really hungry to get quesadilla on top of that. And that would be lunch. Um, and so that, that's nothing. So I still had, you know, breakfast on top of that and dinner on top of that as well. It just, it was really for me, just the calories in, I had no idea how much I was eating. Um, so once I started tracking that, even just making tiny tweaks to that was, was huge for me to be able to go, well, this is actually how much I was going to eat. Um, and so that was a big help with just realizing that, you know, I, I can have a big salad. I, I still eat a lot of the things that I ate before. I do still eat Taco Bell, but I eat, like, tacos instead of, like, seven things. So it's just, it was really just a quantity thing for me more than anything. Um, I just had something really strange come to me. Do you feel at all deprived, Sarah? No, not at all. No, no I, I've never. That was part of what I did, though. I made sure that it was a conscious choice for me. So anytime yep. that I don't do something, you know, I, I say basically to myself, I choose not to have this. I could have it, but I choose not to because this isn't going to get me to where I want to go. Right, right. So, you, you know, you, and then there, you mentioned there are definitely uh, days that, you know, I do. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Your, your phone connection is a little bit uh, uh, spotty. Uh, Crystal, do you hear her okay? I was just going to chime in, but I think we're No, it's pretty wonky. Yeah, it's pretty wonky. Is it? Okay. Yeah, Let I mean, I can hear I can you. Pick. But, no, um, mm-hmm. uh, what, what I was going to say is, um, oh, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, once you become aware a little bit more aware and can listen to your body and, you know, start fine tuning your body a little bit. Like I was one of those people, I didn't eat a lot for a meal, but I ate constantly throughout the day. So it's like, you never really stopped eating. And Mm -hmm. once I actually started paying attention and doing the math and where, where I'm supposed to be at, it can get pretty horrifying. And, you know, you you talked about never feeling like uh, you, you should belong in a small you know, we had a thing, you know, I gained a lot of weight after my dad passed away a couple of years ago, and, and now I'm in the process of losing it. I've lost almost 200 pounds of the weight I gained back. But now that I've lost weight, first of all, it's expensive to lose weight because now I need a whole wardrobe again. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm looking at these sizes, and I'm saying to my wife, uh, they don't have my size. They don't carry my size in these stores. And she's like, no, you're a 2XL again, or like a 1XL like. You're in your mind. It's hard to kind of adjust back to that, right. even though I know this is swimming on me. Yeah. I feel like I belong in it, and and it really takes a while to get used yeah. to your body changes again, not just physically but mentally. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And and I had a very specific store that I shopped at, basically exclusively, um, and I I've sized out of that store, and so that that's been a new adjustment for me to not automatically go to that store. Um, and basically that I can go to any other store in the mall now. And, and so that's been a very new thing for me because there are stores I've never set foot in before. And I'm still kind of learning about, are, are these clothes okay? Or, you know, should I go somewhere else? It, it's a very weird concept to me. Which is um, when, when we you have... stop in a specialty store. Oh, sorry, Crystal. No, go ahead. 
No, I was just I was just saying when you stop in a specialty floor store, you don't realize you know when I when I had to get into the bigger store again, you don't realize how hard it is to find something in your size when you're on the road or don't mm-hmm. have your you know wardrobe with you. Finding something in the store is, yeah. is brutal, and it's always like nice to be able to think like, oh, I can just go to any old Navy or anything and, and grab something now if I need it right. on the fly. Yeah, Sorry, you know, and I had actually oh, – go ahead, Crystal. No, no, I was just going to ask you a question, but no, if you're telling a story, please keep going. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's super quick, and then I'll, I'll go. But, <laughs> um, you know, I had actually – I'd gone shopping out one day, and um, it was like an outdoor mall kind of thing, and I had looked around and noticed that there weren't any plus-size stores in, in the area, and I was I was kind of upset about it because I felt bad. But then it, it hit me. I I didn't need those stores. Like I could go to the stores that were there, and that was a very very weird moment for me. It was it was one of my my happy NSVs. So, I mean, it's weird to get used to being in your own skin, but it's different. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's yeah, weird. Absolutely. Yeah, because. You know, suddenly you're walking past a mirror and you don't kind of look like the same person. You look different. Yeah. But, you know, deep down inside, you're still that person because you're still kind of thinking, you know, I need this size. Well, you don't. You need another size or, you know, you've changed your eating or, you know, a seatbelt fit fits differently now or Mm. it's just it's such a weird thing to get used to and there's a fear to get used to it I think oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah 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 I actually did that the other day I went went shopping to grab something real quick and I grabbed a large because I was like oh this this looks like this would fit and it, it was too big and it was the weirdest thing I was like oh my goodness That's it's all those are the, like the NSV, like you said. Like I mean, people bring up that term all the time, but it really is the most satisfying part of the journey. And and I know at the beginning, you said you weren't you know only really overweight when you were younger and stuff. You you gained weight after yep. all of this. That's correct. So excuse me. Um, when you gain weight, you know I'm one of those guys. I realize how you start to realize that things are taken from you physical activities are taken from you things that you took for granted are taken. I can't do this anymore. I don't feel comfortable going mm-hmm. on that. Cause what if I don't fit? What if that, but when you lose the weight, one of the beautiful things is you start regaining things that you thought you have to, you know, leave by the wayside activities or exercises or just concerts are too much or, or whatever it may be. Like, what are some things that you realized once you started losing the weight that you regained or you thought, wow, I can do this again, or, oh, that was less of a struggle this time along the way? Yeah, so I, I still have to travel for work. Um, so planes and trains and automobiles are definitely part of my life still. And uh, I think that the the big shock for me was, was the airport um, so I, I recently traveled and, and was on the plane and I'm very used to walking down the, the aisle and, and having to rotate basically. So walk sideways down the aisle. Um, I'm very used to the looks of, oh, please, oh, please don't let this girl sit next to me. Um, because I, I know like I spilled over into the other seats 
And and I'm very used to almost having to ask for that seatbelt extender. I never got to that point, but I was very close one time. I kind of just sucked it in as much as I could and was uncomfortable on the ride. Um, but but I, I noticed that um, that I didn't I did turn sideways and I definitely didn't have to. Um, people were were nice to me. They you know acknowledged me. I and then when I sat down and buckled up, I actually had to tighten the buckle down. Um, which I've never had to do before. So that, that was definitely a strange thing for me. And, and I just have the confidence now in the airport. Normally I, I walk with my head down. That, that was my standard kind of walk. And now I, I have that confidence. I keep my head up. And so people were acknowledging me. They were smiling at me. I happened to be in the airport the day that they lifted the mask mandate. And so people were genuinely happy that day and, you know, just chatty and, you know, social and, and people were acknowledging me, whereas normally they just kind of look in a different direction. So so that was a very strange moment for me. Um, Sarah, are you still primarily doing only DDPY? Yeah, yeah. So this whole time um, I've done – almost exclusively DDPY, I had decided um, a couple months ago that I was going to try and just branch out just a little bit. And so I did try um, a gym just to give it a go and just had the same problem I had with the hit gym, just um, yep. people aren't, aren't very people-y. Um, and we have such an amazing community with DDPY, and I have just these groups of amazing friends that I have that it really it was it was upsetting to me not to be social with people while I was working out. Um, right. So so I ended up stopping that, and then um, I also tried some hot yoga, just to give yes. it a try and and kind of stretch out a little bit. And and I'm cold now, which is a fun thing. Um, so I've lost all my insulation. <laughs> figured I would see what happened if I was in hot yoga. Um, and that was delightful. I loved it. It was super comfortable. Like I was in a hundred degree room, and I was like, "This is nice." Um, so, so I did love that. But, but with the heat and and us trying for a baby and and all of that good stuff, my doctor was like, "Yeah, probably not the best idea." Um, so, so for right now, that's on hiatus. But eventually, at some point, I will probably do that. But, but otherwise, no, I am exclusive on DDPY. That's awesome. I, I support, you know, any anybody who wants to work out and stuff like that. But to me, hot yoga is a, a terroristic military exercise. <laughs> my, my, my wife says to me all the time, she's like, if you're uncomfortable for more than five minutes and like the, the weather, I'm, I'm just a baby. And that sounds like hell to me. But I respect anyone who can withstand that. So, no, that's, that's pretty awesome. And, you know, what I wanted to ask too um, – I was going somewhere with this. Um, give me a second. <laughs> no, I had a. Uh, <laughs> I lost it. I completely lost it. Crystal, oh, is this it ball. airport yeah. related? Right, Mike's um, got a bad maybe, case of some timers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, um, I was. Uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh yes. Um, so <laughs> when the pandemic hit, I got it now. When the pandemic hit, you mm-hmm. know, I, I would never call that a positive for by any means it was a horrible situation. A lot of people mm. lost their lives. It was really bad, but you know, you could either go two ways with that when you're locked down and stuff as people who just, you know, took it and just stayed still or sat on the couch. And there's people who use that time to try to make something out of it. And 
looks like you were one of those people that kind of took that situation and, and just hit the mat and really became productive with it. Was that something you were going for or was it something you did out of just boredom or did you fall into it? Did you have a plan going in? I know a lot of us had plans. Some of us, you know, were productive. Some of us weren't, but it was probably the only time in, you know, our lives where we're going to have that much time to just really focus on us. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure Dallas is going to love to hear this, um, but I did it out of spite. Um, so so I was still convinced that this was not going to work, but I figured this is my <laughs> one last shot. Um, and so I, I did it with the absolute intention of, you know, however many weeks later messaging Dallas and being like, neener, neener, your program doesn't work. Um, and so I, I started out in the challenge and just kind of watched everybody, definitely stayed in the beginner program and just within the schedule that he had set. Um, and then by the time we got to week seven, I think it was, he, he mentioned that Arthur did double workouts. And, and I thought, well, that's interesting. Maybe I could give that a try. Um, still not going to work, but, you know, maybe. And, and right about that time, there was a 100-day challenge in effect. And one of my, my friends had invited me in with her group. And, and so I, I got to join my just sassy sisters with that. And um, so I did a 100-day workout in a row. And then started noticing that things actually were working and, and lost my spite, basically. And, and so I basically started doing double workouts every day. And then um, so I did double workouts five days a week. I should say that. I mean, double check on that. But, but yeah, I did double workouts five days a week. But otherwise, I was 100 days in a row in. Um, and so with all of that, when I started that 100-day challenge, I took pictures just to see, you know, what the difference would be. Because I wasn't, I didn't think 100 days was going to make that much of a difference. Um, but when I finished up that 100 days, the pictures, pictures said plenty. Um, so, yeah. so yeah, I, I intended to, to basically kind of shove the program in Dallas's face and be like, ha, this doesn't work. I, this is another thing that I, I told somebody it wouldn't work for me, and now I'm right, and now I can tell you all about it. So, that's, I mean, have you, it's an amazing have you story. Talked to him? Sorry. Have you talked to him yet, Sarah? I haven't, no. I, I sent uh-huh. in my submission video last year and apologized for like two minutes of it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure well, he, you know, I'm sure everybody swears, you know, or choose out Dallas. I'm sure everybody has done it or will do it. I mean, I think it's just yeah. part of the program. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I was gonna say you can say what you want, but we don't use language like "neener neener" in this on this show. That's just uncalled. No. <laughs> uh, no, I that's I mean that's that's it right there. I mean, so you were one of those people who were you know skeptical at first, which I get. You know, everything I see oh, yeah. now on, on TV or anything, you're just like roll your eyes at. And I was that way when I first started. Yep. When I first started here at DDPY. Dallas would communicate with everyone that was doing the program because there was like 30 of us. It was like 2011. I saw yeah. Arthur come in here and, yep. and we were like, whenever people had question Arthur, I'm like, I was here in real time watching his original pictures come through. And how many times people yeah. have said, Oh, those are Photoshopped or there's the famous Lauren uh, Vento uh, photo that everyone still says is Photoshopped because she's taking a picture on a mirror and don't realize that the tattoo is reversed when you're in a mirror. So they always try to, yeah. throw that up yeah. 
But the quickest way to silence somebody is to just say, get on the mat with me, you know, because you, you, five, mm-hmm. ten minutes on the mat with somebody who's new, they can be sweating their ass off. And that's always fun to see oh, yeah. is when, you know, DDP is confronted with somebody who doesn't buy, buy it, and he has him do a few uh, diamond cutters, and you see that dribble of sweat fall down his, down his forehead, and, and uh, you can't fake that. So, uh, you know, right. you're one of those people that were, were convinced, and it's been amazing results you know, who in your life, like, how has your life changed? The people around you, obviously they must notice a huge difference in you. Uh, you know, how do people respond to your weight loss and your new uh, found success? Yeah, I, I think it's, I have a very weird mix of people. So my, my family's very supportive of me in general, um, but somehow they're still very skeptical at the same time. Um, so so they they do what they can. I, I have a, basically what I call a, a mixed food family. So half of my family is Italian, and the other half is Southern by heritage. So we are very food centric. Um, yeah, yeah. and so so we uh, we have a, a lot of arguments over no, I cannot eat just a little bit more. It's okay. <laughs> and so so they're they're very happy for me. They're very supportive. Um, but but at the same time, it's still still a lot of talking to them and and i i do feel kind of like a sales gal for ddpy at this point um just to tell them look if i can do it i know you can so um but yeah but my friends my ddpy friends are fantastic they're all very supportive and super cheerful and you know we 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 cheer each other on and do silly poses and and you know take all sorts of goofy pictures and everything and and we have a good time with it so did you ever think your life would be this? Gosh, no. No, no. not at all. Um, <laughs> I actually I started a thing a couple months ago um, with Stephanie Kelly. We, we joked around yep. with each other online. And uh, I got out in the snow in a pair of shorts. And, and oh. I was doing it just to get kind of out of my comfort zone because I don't like showing off my legs. And so, so this is an every Sunday thing now. We do Shorty Short Sunday, and uh, and I I take a picture of myself in in ever increasing shorter shorts, uh, just to <laughs> keep myself out of my comfort zone. But uh, but we had a great time with it, and that is not something I would have ever done, even last year. Not something that I would have ever done. So it's definitely a confidence thing to to just show people, you know, this is my body, this is how it looks, you know, this is and this is okay. Um, and so, so this is a whole different realm for me this year. So I do have a question, Sarah, and it's one that kind of mm-hmm. makes you think. So what would new Sarah say to old Sarah? Oh, gosh. Um, honestly, I'm not sure that I would say too much. I know I'd give myself a hug. Um, I... I know I didn't think this was going to work and I knew that this was just going to be another thing that I failed at. And, and so I think it, it was more just kind of an, I'm sorry, I didn't believe in you. Um, Cause it, I can do it. Like I have, I've got muscle, which blows my mind. Like I just figured I'd lose some weight, you know, drop a couple sizes and that would be cool. But like, I, I have people that tease me about my permit for my guns. Like it's, it's a whole different experience for me. So, so I think ultimately it would, it would be as silly as it is probably just an, I'm sorry in a hug. So. I think that's awesome. 
we, we've had, we've had a lot of answers to that questions over the years. I don't think I've heard just giving me a hug. And I think I love that. That's so cool. You know, I, I relate to that because, you know, old Mike wouldn't listen. He just, you know, he just needs somebody to be there. Yep. And I think that's, that's pretty profound. That's, yep. And you, you mentioned the fact that you had muscles and, you know, I, I kind of relate to a lot mm-hmm. of your story. A lot of things I hear about you, I kind of see in myself. And I, I remembered to the point where, you know, when I was younger, I never expected to be overweight forever. Like I expected sometimes I get, sometimes I get my shit together and I figure this out, but I never thought I'd yeah. have muscles. And when that happened, I'm just like, yeah. who is this guy? It was so such a foreign concept to me and it feels pretty mm-hmm. good. And it does make you confident and it makes you more willing to, yeah try things because your body isn't as frail and broken and beaten up or mine wasn't. And I'm like, yeah, I'll try that physical activity that I never would have attempted before. Do you find yourself yeah. willing to kind of go out on a limb a little bit more and, you know, try things from a physical yeah. standpoint that maybe uh, old Sarah would have been like, nope. Yes. Yeah. So um, the, the last couple of months in the challenge, we've, we've done a different thing each month. Um, so we did crunches. We've done squats. Um, we are we're on push-ups right now, um, so that's that's a whole other thing. And and I I would have probably just said sure I'll participate and then never actually checked into it. But you know I I try to get everybody else out there and do it this year. And uh, and so it's it, I actually remember the moment that I noticed that I had muscle because um, I had gone I had gone out to grab the ball basically. And uh, I looked over at my arm, and I saw there was a lump on my arm, and it scared me. And so I, I stopped the workout for a second and went to, like, feel what was going on in my arm, and I couldn't feel it anymore. And so I was like, oh, it must have just been some weird angle. So I went back to grab the ball, and I saw it again. And so, you know, then I, I had to stop and went to the bathroom and was, like, watching my arm. And that's when I realized it was my bicep. And so... I'd never seen my bicep like that before, and, and so it had just scared me. So, of course, I had to tell everybody about that because that was my super embarrassing <laughs> moment. So, <laughs> That's pretty amazing. I love that story. I think it's amazing. That's so cool. Oh, man. I I, yeah. That, so, I mean, <laughs> I'm just getting the visual right now. I probably would assume the gremlins were going to pop yep. out of my body or something and <laughs> take over the town. <laughs> No, so you know, with everything going on right now and with all these changes, is there anything that you're have on the horizon? Anything you want to accomplish? Anything from a physical standpoint, personal? Like always, you know, you seem to be pretty goal oriented. You say you're pretty competitive. Is there any challenges you'd like to just conquer in the next few months? Yeah, Um, I I would love to. I I tried a 5K last year and walked it. Um, and I actually did a 5K earlier this year, walked it again, and, and beat my time in a walk um, from last year. And so I, I would like to try another 5K and actually jog at least. Um, I am, I'm not a runner by any means, uh, never have been. I actually got cut from a volleyball team because I wouldn't run. Um, so, so I would like to at least get to a point where I'm comfortable jogging. Um, and, and I think just I'm, I'm putting it out there because I would like to. Um, I would like to win the Positively Unstoppable Challenge this year as, as to, that you know, girl. who gets that. Oh, that's, yeah. That's their decision. But but I, I met Stephanie recently. We had a really fun workout, and she brought her belt with her. 
and uh, and I was like, oh, I would love to touch the belt. And then I thought to myself, nope, I'm going to get my own. Um, and so that's my big goal. <laughs> but, oh, but, yeah. Wow. That's so Tag awesome. team champions of the world. Right? I know. It's going to be great. So. <laughs> <laughs> A quick question. So, you know, when you came into this, there's, you know, when I first started, pretty much everyone that came into this new DDP from wrestling, were you a wrestling yep. fan? Did you know who he was through that? Or did you kind of come into it from another angle? Um, so I, I didn't really, I knew of Dallas. I, I knew, I'm, I'm sure I saw him at some point, uh, but I was a WWE kid. Um, so I, I never saw him wrestle. Um, but, but I, I'm almost positive that I saw the shark tank episode. Um, but I'm not really sure where I saw him first. And it, it might've been Arthur's video, honestly, that, that I caught on YouTube, but, but I, I was just at least aware of him at that point, but I, I never really caught him in his prime or anything like that. So I, I was just curious. Cause it always fascinates me. Cause like, you know, back in the day when the company was first getting off, it was like, you know, his market was all wrestling fans. And now when we have people on the show, yeah. I forget, not everyone knows him from wrestling. Now more people are aware of right. him through DDY yeah. than they are wrestling. So it's always fascinating. For, I just like to yeah. have to figure out, you know, how you were introduced to him. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I know there's a video where he says something, one of his phrases, and then he says, the people who know, know. And I didn't know. It was months afterwards, and somebody said something or put a video up where he said that phrase, and I went, oh, that's where it's from. And yeah, so it's been a learning curve for me to get back into to this wrestling kind of world. It's actually really refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, my, my, my wife is always looking to hang around non-wrestling fan people because all my friends are wrestling fans, so it is refreshing for some people for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that's when, when I first started coming around and when, I, when we first, you know, got to start hanging with Dallas and stuff, my wife just wasn't at all interested because to her it was a wrestling thing and she'd rather have the flu than watch wrestling. <laughs> so but then she got to meet Dallas and, and, you know, they talked all night and, you know, started hanging and started driving to places and working with them and stuff. And now she just, I mean, people will come up to her and be like, Oh, your husband does the stuff for Dallas. And she, she forgets that Dallas page is somebody. She's just like, Oh yeah, he's the random guy that calls at weird hours. Or, and so she's uh she does, she, she has no connection to DDP through wrestling. So when people say, Oh my God, that's so cool. You know, DDP, she's like, Oh yeah, I forget. He's a somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of my coworkers it's always are funny like to that. see. They, they know him through wrestling. That's so funny. It's been pretty crazy to see the the, the shift, the paradigm shift, though, because to see him just become like you know, whenever I'll, I'll bring him up or something, I'll be like, oh, it's the guy from DDPY, not necessarily the guy from wrestling anymore, which is, just, which means you're yeah. you know you're touching a lot of people. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so, uh, I think eventually with. I think what's oh, going to go happen sorry, is he, he's going to be more known for this than wrestling. Once upon a time, he was a wrestler, but now he does this. And I think this is what he's going to be known for. Yeah, absolutely. Changing lives. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, that's the thing, too, is like, you know, he started a separate career, which is which is great, and it blew up and it got big, too. But the thing that's different about him is, is – 
you know, he he's all for making the business successful. He's all for the, making this profitable. And, and But there's nothing he puts out there he doesn't believe in. And I've never seen anybody give True. a shit more about people. And, and people that he's never been in the same room with. Like, the way he talks to, about people when they're not there is that he has such reverence for people. And he believes in people. And he's compassionate towards people in a way that I wasn't really used to in that world. And it's pretty cool to see one of the good guys winning for a change. Right. Absolutely. So we, we only have a couple more minutes here, but before we go, you talked about uh, you and um, Stephanie, you know, you guys have been partnering up and doing mm-hmm. some stuff together. Who is your crew of people that you're yeah. you know most in touch with in the DDPY world? Who do you guys work out with and who inspires you and vice versa? Yeah, so so Stephanie, I think is probably my my main like champ contact. Uh, she's she's been fantastic, and and I think just in in the challenge group, we we have a, a core group of people. We we call ourselves the Nay Slayers. Um, so we we slay all the nays. Uh, we don't uh-huh. take no for an answer, basically. And um, so those those are my people. Um, so Aaron and Chris Craven. Um, and David Wright is fantastic. He's not in the Naysayers just yet, but we're getting him in there pretty soon. He's been a huge help for me this year. And um, and Janae has been fantastic. Janae and I actually don't live too far away from each other, so we do meet up oh, pretty awesome. often and hang out with each other. Um, and and so there's there's just a, a ton of people, and especially this year, um, our page has been a, an incredible support group of people. Um, Brittany Rose has been um, a, a fantastic person for, like, mental health, and she has um, definitely helped out the group just in general. There's there's a couple of couples that are in there that have been fantastic, um, and I'm going to miss a ton of people. So I will just say that the page in general has been fantastic this year. They've, everybody's just been so supportive and so helpful with each other, and and even the 2021 group, we still stay in touch. We have, um, we have like, kind of monthly meetups where we just video chat with each other and, and just catch up. And, and so we, we've had this a really – the last two years, I have had just such a, an amazing growth in friends that I never thought was possible. Um, and it, it blows my mind to just be able to just check in with somebody, talk to them for five minutes, and just – feel so much better afterwards it's not even something where i've had a bad day it's just you know joking around talking to each other complaining about a workout even um we we send each other challenges every once in a while with the the new lives that come out on tuesdays you know we we kind of challenge each other and, and see who can die the fastest um, so so things like that have just been a, a fun thing this year so that's, that's pretty special I mean, it's it's something that, you know, gratefully, when I think of everything, um, I'm very grateful that I never found this in my gym. And so I'm yeah. grateful to yeah. have found it now because now, now yeah. I know um, it's set, it set a bar and now this is just how mm-hmm. it is, right? So yeah. anything that yeah. falls short of that just doesn't, yep. It just doesn't yeah. work. And the, the community has always been the secret sauce of DDPY. I mean, where can you find a place mm-hmm. on the Internet that zero bullshit, uh, you know, tolerated? Like, we're not 
you go into some of these, any of these positivity groups, you're always going to find a few people that are just jerks. But we don't, we're not aggressive yeah. and kick people out who are like that, but we let people know pretty quickly that's not the way we do business. And it's one of those, I call it the last beacon of positivity on the Internet, where you can just go and have find supportive people. And having a group mm-hmm. of people like that and a group of people, and we have the big DDPY group, but people group off into their own little, they, they find themselves, they find yeah. each other. And I think that really just, mm-hmm. that really just makes people far more successful in this program is having people in their lives uh, to kind of just bounce off of. I always say that if I tried to cut ties with DDPY tomorrow, I'd still, uh, everyone I'm connected to is through DDPY. So it's like, you can't get rid of them if you tried. Yeah. And if I'm having a, a couple down yeah. days, I'm getting a text from Garrett or, Nathan or something, and just, hey, you know, what's going on? And you can't break those ties. And those would make you successful long-term because there's people looking out for you. Uh, yes, absolutely. They, they've been great. And, I mean, I can't, can't personally say that there's been a point where anybody's necessarily had to, like, reach out to me because I had disappeared or anything like that. But I have just people that just randomly message me and say, hey, how's it going? And, you know, just to have that when, when I – I wasn't ever particularly popular when I was a kid. And so, like, I, I feel like I'm popular now. I'm probably not, and that's still cool. But but I feel like it. Like, I have such a great network of friends that are just so, so supportive that I just, I wouldn't trade that for anything. Sweetie, I'll let you in on a secret. All the cool kids do DDPY. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? You're popular with people that care about you. That's all that matters. Right. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's the best. Yeah. Well, I, it's pretty incredible hearing your story, and and congratulations because you're you're super successful. You're still you know you're you're working hard. You're proving the uh, the old adage that hard work pays off. Uh, you didn't just sit on your ass and get lucky. You've been hitting the ground. You know, hitting the mat, grinding, working hard, and uh, you've had. To, Tremendous success, and I wish you all the success in the future. Uh, good luck in getting the tag team titles, you know, you two. I, I see a belt yeah. in your future. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> when you come back and win it, you're going to have to come back and, and visit us here and, and give us an update and all that fun stuff. But thank you for, for uh, stopping in today. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, before thank we get you, going, Tana. anything you need to uh, – do you want to plug? Do you have any kind of group or page or Facebook page or YouTube or anything like that you want to throw out there? for uh, anybody who wants to follow you? Uh, no. So I, I am just on Facebook as me. Um, so I don't, I don't have anything that I, <laughs> I do specific. Um, but, yeah, I mean, absolutely, if anybody's still it's, – it's a little late to join and, and actually be in the challenge to enter. But, you know, if you want to join in the Positively Unstoppable Challenge group this year, absolutely go for it. You can find a great group of friends there. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. We, we have so many people who have who've kind of started their own little, you know, workouts or, or pages and stuff. So I, I like to ask and see if anyone's got anything going on like that. So if you ever do, let us know. And we'll throw it out there. Uh, there's a lot of people yeah, who have, uh, you know, YouTube stuff and all that. But congratulations. Great, uh, great job and good luck. And uh, I can't wait to uh, to see your continued success. And hopefully you'll come back and talk to us again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate it. And thank you, Crystal. Oh, Oh, thank, thank you. you. And uh, yeah, absolutely, Sarah, Sarah Smith. Everybody, that was a, a really cool story and a great job uh, booking another amazing guest here, Crystal. And what a fun thank you uh, ex- uh, success story. And uh, we always like to uh, cap things off 
the end of the show with one of the Canadian quote master herself, one of her world-class, uh, I call it quote mining, because you go in there deep. You find the good ones. You find the ones that work with every single show. And if I know <laughs> you, I think you've come up with another good one. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. When I think of Sarah, this is what I think of. So, yeah. So tonight's quote is by Rachel Marie Martin, I believe. And the quote is, sometimes the most powerful impact you can have in the world is simply choosing to be kind. Yeah, that, I like that one. That's a good one. And, uh, you know, Sarah, when she went and, and talked to her younger self, you know, she said, uh, she'd give her a hug. And I think, you know, there's a lot of, you know, bullshit going on in the world right now. A lot of tragedy, a lot of people hurting. It's a yep. tough time. And what better time to give someone a hug, either digitally or give them a phone call or just let people know you're there. It's been a, a tough couple of years. And it's good to know that I have such an amazing group of people around me here at the DDPY community who are genuinely decent people. And I know a lot of them have my back. So I'm grateful for all of you. And I'm grateful for you, Crystal. I'm grateful for you, Sarah. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Thank you guys so much. Another episode of DDP Radio live. Uh, also, iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere you find your podcast, you can grab all the replays. We've got, um, I think next week is show 500. So we have 500 shows in the archives starting way back in 2010 when it was just DDP and Robert just – trying to find a landline to connect up to. So uh, it's been a long time coming, and there's a lot of great episodes back there. I hope you guys will check them out, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Brand new episode, DDP Radio Live. DDPRadio.com, we're up. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He's in a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.